Hello and welcome to the Compile Podcast, a show where two programmers talk about anything and everything. My name is Nick, and I'm the host of the podcast. This week, our schedules did not align, so it's just me here recording an episode for you,、um, and we're going to try something new. In the beginning of the week, I have written up a new、uh, blog post on my personal website and also on the dev forum, which I'll link down in the description. And basically, the episode is going to be me more or less reading out what I wrote.、Uh, this is a completely new format for me as well, so everything may be a bit clunky.、Um, so let me know if this is something that you want to listen to, and、uh, if there's anything that I can do to improve my delivery. Without further ado, let's begin.、Um, this week, I want to discuss adaptability. A virtue that、uh, I think is rarely discussed in the industry,、uh, in my opinion, absolutely essential to being a productive software engineer. So the the rest of the episode is a mix of my personal experiences and proper reasoning and arguments, which is how usually I like to write my blog posts. That being said, I'm sure not everyone is as interested in my personal life, so feel free to skip. Pass any anecdotes and stories. Without further ado, let's begin. So the topic of adaptability is by no means a sudden choice for me, and it goes back to a couple of years ago. Actually, in 2013, I was applying to various universities around the world, and one of the most common questions that I got on the application was, "What is your biggest strength?" I spent a good few weeks thinking about this. Is it hard working to help me with my grades, or honesty, which led me to many good friends? I came up with more virtues as a seventeen-year-old possibly could, but none of them seemed really to be the answer for me. The actual answer came to me, as many others do, in the form of an episode of the Big Bang Theory. I'm nothing if not adaptable. Coming as it might have been when Sheldon said it, reacting to being pranked. With an unexpected dinner choice, I found this to be profoundly true for myself. Moving from a city by myself a year earlier, I needed to adapt to a lot,、uh, to a new environment and lifestyle. And with the prospect of moving again for uni, I felt like my ability to get comfortable and productive、uh, anywhere, everywhere I lived, is the best edge that I had. Consciously or otherwise, the following few years prove exactly that. I've moved a few more times for various reasons, and I can confidently say that I have adapted to each to the best of my abilities. Recently, I came across a post about taking feedback in code reviews and added a comment about how I adapted to it since I started working full time as a software engineer. And with this tiny reminder, I felt like it was time. To offer my own two cents with a proper post, you might say, "Sure, but why do I have to be adaptable?" Well, it's only natural, really. Before getting into too much detail about how adaptability is crucial in the tech industry, there is a fundamental point to be made here: humans, or any other organisms for that matter, have been adapting for as long as history can tell. Survival of the fittest. We are always adapting to the situation and changing our ways to make the best of things. 
Adaptability isn't a special skill that you have to learn. Everyone has it already. It's only natural. And as a software engineer, I'm sure we've all heard and experienced how fast and drastically the tech world changes. Remember when you have to dial the phone to get on the internet? Languages, frameworks, technologies come and go all the time. Sooner or later, you'll come to a point where what you know isn't useful anymore. As Albert Einstein said, the measure of intelligence is the ability to change. To give a specific example, for the longest time, I thought a backend server is where you put your business logic, and there is no other way. When I approached a new project, I always put up a server in some VM, and it just felt right. Then a couple of years ago, software as a service came out of nowhere for me. Suddenly, you can just write individual functions and expose them to your client without the form of a server at all. I couldn't not see the benefits of this approach, and gradually shifted my thinking to that. Painful as it was in the beginning, this went on to boost my productivity to a whole new level. So adapt yourself, my friend. There's always fruit to your labor. I hope now you are more convinced about the usefulness of being adaptable. But what does it mean to be an adaptable software engineer? This is by no means a complete list, but what I consider the strongest indicators from other engineers that I look up to. Mindful of constraints, software is written to solve problems, and there are many ways to solve the same problem. An adaptable engineer is aware of the particular constraint of the problem. Be it latency, computing resources, or even availability of the team. With this in mind, they move to find the best option that suits these constraints. Most of the time, these constraints come up unexpectedly, and they must quickly un- understand them and readjust to make sure nothing blows up. Shifting technical thinking, software development is bigger is a bigger field than most of us realize. And you encounter problems in areas that you probably did not know existed before. Adaptable engineer is able to shift the technical mindset into a particular field and analyze the problem in the appropriate domain language. If it's a user interface problem, then they think in the matter of time and events. If the problem is about complex logic, they think in the matter of data and flow. Wear many hats. Code is only one thing that we interact with day to day. There are also other engineers, designers, users, and many more. An adaptable engineer is able to communicate to each front in an effective way, acting as an interpreter of sorts. They understand what users want and translate it into hard logic to machine. Not always passive. Adapting seems like a reactionary action. But the truth is far from it. An adaptive engineer keeps a keen eye for improvements, whether it's code or the product itself. They know that adapting does not ha- only happen in the dark days, and in fact, a continuous improvement is a better route to success than a painful overhaul. So great, how do I become more adaptable? I believe one does not become adaptable in a day. As many of these indicators seem even too hard to achieve, honestly, I'm also in the very early stage of my career, 
and I have no clue how one stays adaptable ten years down the line, having moved from position to position. But below are a few advice that I have, many of which were given to me by the best engineers that I know. Don't be afraid to change. The first and the most important principle of being adaptable is willing to do so. Way too often we hang on to our intellectual products because we thought and worked hard for it. As Adam Hunt wrote in *The Pragmatic Programmer: From Journeyman to Master*, the greatest of all weaknesses is the fear of appearing weak. Just like the post that inspired this one, the code that we wrote does not always represent us as engineers. The decisions we made earlier might not be the best now, most of the time through no fault of our own. Rather than disregarding the risks and persistently sticking to our guts, we might have a better chance if we listened and adjusted. Keep your eye at the goal. This is a cliche phrase I know, but I found this to be incredibly useful principle for calibrating yourself. When you are presented with a problem. Understand the core of the problem itself, and when you are trying to solve it and having to adapt to various constraints, always remember, whatever you shift to do should help you get closer to solving the core of the problem. In the past, I have had episodes where I tried to change direction while hitting a roadblock, forgot what I needed to solve in the first place, and ended up with something totally unusable. Don't make this mistake. Do it often. Inertia is an ironically powerful force. You should be looking out for opportunities for adjustments rather than being forced to one when your car is metaphorically ground to a halt. A useful tip that I have adopted is having things with manager slash colleague periodically. In my case, it's either weekly or biweekly.、Uh, in these things, I talk about my recent productivity, what is lacking, what is coming my way. And how I should adapt. If I ask for advice, more or less, we can come up with a few things to change, and over time, I've grown to be a better engineer because of them. Closing words. I hope this post slash episode has given you a think about adaptability as a software engineer. In my opinion, this is one of the most productive qualities one can cultivate. If you have any thoughts and experience, I would like to hear about them. Before you check out, I want to leave you with a quote from Bruce Lee, one of my personal idols. You must be shapeless, formless, like water. When you pour water in the cup, it becomes the cup. When you pour water in the bottle, it becomes the bottle. When you pour water in the teapot, it becomes the teapot. Water can drip, and it can crash. Be like water, my friend. So that is my post for this week and me reading it out. I hope it has given you some thoughts and、um, it's useful to you in some regard.、Uh, let me know what you think and if this format is suitable for you. I understand it's much shorter and requires much less effort to produce.、Um, I'm only doing this because you know production hasn't been quite easy for. Uh, this uh, particular period. I hope this is going to be useful for you, and please let me know of any more topics that you want to see or listen to, and I will try my best to write/speak about them.
So that's it for this week. And I will see you next week.